What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chances. I am your host, Chance Canary, and we are back on Canary Island, and I hope you guys are ready to dive in. Um, again, guys, Canary Island, a place where anyone and everything is welcome. No topic is off limits, but your feelings, they're far from safe. So, again, guys, only rule of the island, the American dream remains supreme. That's First and foremost, this is a pro-freedom, pro-America podcast. I'm not sorry about it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If you don't like it, here's your opportunity. Get out. And by pro-America, pro-freedom, that means what we cover on this podcast is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's the the general gist of what we're going to talk about here. Things that I feel like might make people better, life better, um, you know, the world around us a little bit better, how to how to exude a life of confidence and, and positivity and help impact people in what I believe to be the right way and be a force of good and help amplify everybody in the proximity of you, whether that's, you know, spiritual, mental, physical, uh, financial, whatever I feel like I can bring an experience to you guys that I feel like may be of benefit is, um, why I started this podcast because I've, I've lived a very blessed life. Um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of, I've been through a lot. Um, and I, I've learned that, you know, um, sometimes being stressed is a blessing. Um, you know, I, I there's a, a artist I listen to, um, that says, uh, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Um, and then he, at a later time, he talks about, um, stressing is a blessing. And, and what that means is you have things in your life, you have the luxury of being able to stress over things because truthfully, like there's some people that have it so bad, they don't even have things to stress over. Um, and, and ultimately like that's something that I've, I've kind of come to understand, know, and, and appreciate is that, you know, I live this life of abundance. I'm extremely blessed. I've worked my ass off to get to the point I'm at in my life. And what was crazy is, is the harder I worked, the luckier I got, the more help I got, the more resources I got access to. Because in my experience, um, nobody in life wants to help someone more than someone who's trying to help themselves. And it's very easy to almost become a cheerleader or a helper or a supporter of someone who you see putting the work in, paying the dues, doing the sacrifices um, that have to be done to become successful in whatever it is that you're chasing, whether it's in in business relationships, you know, uh, you know, a body type, you know, if if you're on a weight loss goal or or maybe it's not even about weight loss, but body composition, um, you know, anything, anything worth having is hard to get. And once, you know, once people see you making progress towards that, you're going to, you're going to encounter two things. You're going to encounter immense adversity of people who are almost like crabs in the bucket trying to pull you down. And then you're going to, you're going to encounter people who are like uh, putting helium in, you know, in your balloon where it's just going to propel you to higher heights than you've ever experienced. And so, you know, that's, that's the general basis of, of, you know, what I've experienced. Um, and, and I want to be straight up with you guys. This episode, as you see, is going to be titled my talk with God. So give you guys a a fair warning that this is about to dive into a little bit of faith. And as I move forward, um, in episodes, like I'm, 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 
being more conscious and intentional on sharing my my relationship with God and and my faith and what I believe to be right and in my spiritual walk is it's going to have a more um prevalent um presence in in uh this show and and in coming episodes so guys um you know like i said uh a while back i made a post um titled my talk with god and i talked about doing a podcast on it and, and on the picture on instagram the the post is titled my talk with god because mandy our wonderful photographer took this awesome picture of me just standing in this meadow and it's just me with my head down i'm smiling and to kind of set the tone um for you guys uh we we went out to garden of the gods me and taylor got married in colorado in november of last year and um we had went out to garden of the gods and I was by myself, obviously, with Mandy out there and, and our other assistant photographer, um, whom I have forgotten her name. Um, and I had a moment alone um, to kind of compose myself to get my thoughts and, and everything together while I was waiting on Taylor to make her way down the hill. And I put my head down and I had this wonderful talk with God about gratitude and perspective and thankfulness because about an hour before that my life got flipped up on its head we'd yeah we'd had this tremendous week of being in Colorado uh, we flew in uh, me and Taylor and her family flew in on Wednesday um, and so we were there for like a solid four or five days before the wedding or Thursday Friday Saturday so three days before the wedding but we didn't leave until the following Thursday um, of Thanksgiving which is where the week came in in my brain. Um, anyways, we'd had a phenomenal time while we were there outside of, you know, Uncle Murphy trying to uh, spoil our event at every corner. And um, like I said, about an hour before me and uh, Bradley left to go to first look for me to see Taylor for the first time, I, uh, I feel extremely ill um, to the point where I was pretty sure I was dying. And like, I exaggerate a lot. Like that's, that's my exaggeration of life. Like if any inconvenience in my life happens to the point where like it's kind of an inconvenience, my my immediate um, statement is like, oh my God, I almost died. And I often say that jokingly, uh, but in this in this situation it was it was my reality. And for the people that know me, they know that like I never go to the doctor, I don't go to hospitals. Like I mean, guys, I even almost cut my thumb off last year. I super glued that that thing back together and so like if I'm in a moment where like guys I'm not okay I might I might need to go to the doctor or you know we might have to call somebody or something like people get on high alert because that doesn't come out of my mouth and uh so about an hour before first look um I started getting nauseous I started sweating I was getting cold sweats um I got a headache and then it, it very rapidly changed into disorientation and weakness and like my whole world was crashing. And um, I managed to on make it to the bathroom. But right before I walked in the bathroom, my dad looked at me and said, hey, buddy, are you OK? And very uh, convincingly lied and said, yeah, I'm good. I just got to go to the bathroom. And by convincingly lied, I, I, I didn't convince him of anything. He knew I wasn't OK. Uh, but there were seven, eight other people in the room that I didn't really want to alarm 
that I wasn't okay. And so I go in the bathroom and I begin hemorrhaging from my face. My my mouth is, I'm, I'm coughing up and throwing up blood. I'm, I've got it coming out of my nose. Um, it's it's a really bad situation. And I all but pass out in the floor over the toilet. And I'm barely, I'm, I'm conscious, but I'm barely, barely holding on to what consciousness I have. And guys, it was, it was an emotional moment because you know, up and up to that day, like even like the week before, people kept jabbing at me, like, "Man, you nervous? Like, you know, you're not gonna get cold feet, are you?" Da da da. da. Like, you know, everything everybody always says leading up to a wedding. And guys, I can't be more serious about this than I was so ready to marry Taylor. Like, there was zero hesitation. There was I was, I was pumped. I was excited. Like. Nerves was not my problem. I had never been more ready for anything in my life. Um, and what's crazy is, is like, as bad as things were, I didn't know what else to do. Um, excuse me. I didn't know what else to do other than to pray my ass off and... So I did just that. I closed my eyes. I'm laying in a bathroom, head over a toilet, barely holding on. And I just start asking God for help. You know, uh, you know, for composure and comfort and health and stability and strength and whatever I could get out of my mouth at the time to describe, please just help me feel better. And why I got so emotional was it was instantaneous. And like I, I've witnessed miracles with my father and with other people. And even I've witnessed them in my life firsthand. I've never experienced something so clear and concise of a prayer being answered in the most dynamic way possible. And... And it's hard because, guys, when I tell you, I went from feeling top five worst times I've ever felt in my life to fine. Like, I was still a little nauseous. I was still a little, you know, on edge. But I went from hemorrhaging blood out of my face to none. I immediately regained strength. I felt comfortable. I felt relief. And really all I kind of had was like a stomach ache almost. So like when you eat too much sugar too fast, you know, like that kind of stomach ache. Um, and I was able to compose myself. Like I got color back in my face very quickly. I washed up. I was covered in blood uh, for the most part. But thankfully I hadn't put my tuxedo on yet because we had some other issues going on where parts of tuxes were missing. So all I had was a ruined white t-shirt. Um and some gym shorts on, and uh, so it was very easy to clean up really quickly, my dad helped me out, and um, it was crazy, because that moment of that prayer being answered in the way that it was, and how fast, and the clarity of all of it, like, I I can't explain it clear enough, because I, I no one else was there to experience it in the way that I did, um, and the only thing I can kind of say is that it made me kind of question everything. 
um, you know, how was I living my life? And, and I, and, and man, it's, it, it was so overwhelming because it changed so fast and, and it cemented like this, this feeling of belonging like I I knew that in that moment that day was going to be okay that I was going to be fine that it was all going to work out any doubt any worry any any chaos any strife that was happening in my life I was where I was supposed to be but in that moment it felt like an eternity because as I tried to reflect consciously of why it all worked out the way it did and I tried to understand and rationalize um all I kept on kind of circling back to and what I made some notes of is is like how am I serving others right like God is you know we always offer something like we have something to give in in exchange for help of you know whatever like you help me do this I'm gonna do this like nothing we offer to God is ever going to be enough for the help we receive back. And, and we call that grace. Right. So like, it was funny because like, I, I was like, just, just help me, help me be relieved. Help me, help me get through this moment and, and I'll do whatever I can to make sure that I serve better. And whatever, you know, I said at the time and the way I said it, but it, it, it stuck. I have this little voice in the back of my head now that, like, I don't know, call it guilt, call it whatever, a conscience, right? Like, now, I question everything. I ask how I can serve the people around me in my proximity, how I can level me up to make everyone else in the proximity of me better. You know, as a husband, as a mentor, as a friend, as a loved one, to the people around me, how can I be a magnitudal force of positivity in their lives? Because the way I live and give and, and experience makes others want to do the same or naturally escalates their game uh, of their life. You know, Kobe Bryant wasn't one of the greats because he was one of the greats. He was one of the greats because he made everybody else around him better. And and so, like, that's that's how I want to live. That's how I want to be. And, and, and I also want to point out that, like, because of those moments and because of me being conscious of those moments, it's also kind of why, like, I've pulled away recently because – I had to work on me a little bit because, guys, as, I, as I'm preaching to you guys or talking to you or lessons or whatever, making podcasts, like, I'm living these experiences as I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm learning from myself. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm experiencing what I'm also teaching. So, like, it's, it's hard to constantly try and push out content and, and stuff as I'm, as I'm consuming lessons of life like it's you know i'm very conscious in the fact that i don't know everything um but what i do know is maybe what i'm learning if i if i explain it as i'm learning it um and i explained this to a buddy of mine the other day 
he's 20 years old, I'm 30 years old, and people I pay attention are 40, 50, and 60 years old, right? So, like, if a 60-year-old says something in the way that I can understand it at 30, the 20-year-old might not be able to relate to the 60-year-old, but he can relate to me. So now it's my job to help articulate those lessons that I'm learning from those people and that he might be learning from those people and, and make it in a more um, palatable and consumable version to help better them. And th- and that's ultimately what my goal is with this podcast and, and this platform is to take my life experiences and the lessons I've learned and 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 stuff and if anything provide a experience of what not to do rather than this is what worked for me i i can i can teach more through what didn't work than what does because fire is hot and you know if i can keep someone from touching that hot and finding out that that's hot then you know that that's one less person that gets burned and and that's my ultimate goal is to fill myself up and and honestly I, I've had to become a little selfish to be selfless, but it's in it's in the right way. I have the right um I mean well when I do it. You know, I'm very blessed in the sense of of my life. And and what I want to circle this back to is like I went through all that stuff that morning before the wedding. Um and, and I got to that moment that I talk about in that picture where I'm standing in that meadow. I'm by myself. I'm waiting on Taylor to come talk to me or waiting on Taylor to come tap me so I can turn around and we, you know, it's the first time I see her. It's the first look. And while I was there in that moment by myself, I was, I was having this talk with God where I was thanking him for making me someone of influence, making me someone of experience and, and blessings that, you know, I've had all this opportunity in my life. And I've worked my ass off to have a life of blessings and opportunity. And I think that the harder I work, the more lucky and blessed and opportunity stricken I get because it's a ripple effect, right? You put out you get out of the out of the world what you put into the world. And I've busted my ass to have have these situations and, and luck and resources and help and and whatever people want to call it along the way. But I'm also conscious of I'm conscious of those things as they're happening. I'm 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 consciously gracious and have gratitude and, and expressing thanks through those moments and lessons and 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 that's what I talked to God about in that moment when in my talk with God is it was just a big thank you conversation. And um you know help and my talk with God, you know, I, I, I thanked him for not always answering my prayers in the way that I saw fit, but answering my prayers in the way that would serve me best. And so I try to live my life by that standard where I know the version of help I wish I had when I was going through experiences in life. So my motto, you know, there's the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated, as I've discussed in in other podcasts before this one, that now I live my life trying to be the person I wish I had, right? And that help and that 
and that version of me that I wish I had that I, I try to give other people, it's not always going to be in monetary ways. It's It might be in resources that I offer or information or comfort or support or, you know, whatever. It might just even honestly just be a hug or reassurance or or being a shoulder to cry on or strength or comfort. Maybe it's I just give someone a hug. Maybe I buy groceries or the gas or you know, I've sponsored kids to go on a scholarship. I've, I've paid for kids to go on mission trips. I've, you know, I try to do the things that I know that I was so grateful for people doing for me, to me, and through me in my life and pay that forward to the next generation to make sure that those, those positive things are reinforced. And, and if I can do that, if I can if I can fill someone else's cup and make a change, you know, maybe that pushes them in the right direction to be set up to be bigger, better, faster, stronger than I ever was to have opportunities that I'll never reach or, or I might still reach them. But, you know, if, if I can help a, a kid at 20 be where I'm at, you know, by the time I'm 40, he can be there at 30. So, that's how I try and pay it forward. That's how I try and reinforce the blessings that I've had and, and show my gratitude is, is I try and impact those people around me and live a life to a higher standard. And, and as we read the story of the Bible, you know, I believe that that's, this is going to sound kind of vain, but I believe that it's the closest way I can to you know the bible teaches us how to live like jesus and 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 this is my way and my belief and perspective of this is the closest way i can get to that is is to live a life worth living stand up for what's right even when it feels wrong love passionately and live an honest life even when it's hard and and ultimately try to leave the world a little better than it was when we got here right you know, I I, uh, I talk about I'm not dying for anyone else's sins, but maybe if I live a good enough life and I benefit enough people in the right ways, I can keep others from making the bad decisions I've made. And maybe that's the thing that changes someone else's life. And, you know, I talk about this experience that I think I'm going to have at the end of my life. I believe that when I, I believe that when I get to heaven, that I'm going to meet the version of myself I was born to be, the highest potential version of myself. And I kind of stole this, uh, I didn't kind of, I, I stole this thought process from Ed Milet, who, you know, he talks about that, you know. And I believe it to be true. I believe that that, that is exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to be introduced to the highest version of myself, and I want to be staring at a direct reflection of me and not meet a stranger. And, uh, and so... You know, the way that I believe I work to that and through that is that's the guy that I want to be when I pass away one day. Is that the entire world around me stops in celebration of who I am to them. You know, I want a line that stops the world around me. You're not going to be able to drive through town because everyone in proximity to me is going to be trying to come to celebrate me and in my life. I want, uh, you know, 
I want all these strangers to to congregate and tell stories of how I impacted their lives in a positive way or you know maybe I kept them from making a bad decision or I enabled them to make good decisions or you know it might be I gave someone a book I paid for their groceries I paid for their fuel I I you know paid for a scholarship for their kid to go on a mission trip or I paid for a scholarship for their kids to get books I I did a job for free because it's something someone needed I tried to live my life to the standard of I tried to be the person I wish I had for those people and show up in the way that I know I can serve them best. And that might not be the way that they need help or they want me to help, but it's the way that it's going to help them the most. And I believe that that's how God answers our prayers and shows up in our life. And, you know, I believe that's that, that that's going to be my measure of success. It won't be what I amass in this world while I'm here, it's going to be the legacy of what I'm remembered for when I'm gone and how I hope that I impacted the people around me and the proximity of me um, in a positive way and in that these people's lives that I've impacted will continue to spread that positivity and ripple that effect into others and pay that forward. And that's my goal for life. And if and if I can live to that standard and I can continue to bless others that I am blessed, I don't see how I don't help uh, directly impact the world to be a better place. And that is like what I'm most grateful for is that I'm conscious of my blessings. Um, I'm conscious of of who I am and, and how I got here. And... Um, and that's what I was talking to God about. Um, and, and I know that this is, I mean, this is, what are we at? We're, we're pushing 25, 26 minutes, I think, right now in the podcast. And, and this this whole conversation took place in, inside two minutes in my brain that felt like an hour while I was waiting on Taylor to touch me on the shoulder for me to turn around and see my wife for the first time. And... In that moment, that was the most grateful moment of my life. I, I had this whole conversation, everything that I just conveyed to you guys of of how I think I can live and give and, and be the best version of myself for all these other people, live in, in a, a magnitude way to to benefit people around me, uh, of just people who are in my proximity, you know, like Kobe does. Kobe, or Kobe did. Um, you know, he made everybody else around him better, and, and, and he was the greatest of... Uh, of that ability i believe like he was one of he's one of the greatest all time in basketball period but one of the bigger reasons why he's great he was great singularly but he was one of the greatest of all time period because he made everyone else around him better and and you know maybe i can take that mamba mentality and and morph that to my life where me you're not going to outwork me you're not going to outgrind me you're not going to live to a higher standard of what i live and set for myself but the standard that i set for myself is going to make others in my proximity live to be a better version because of the example i set for me and that's what jesus did for us and if i try and live and and give and be a closer representation of what i believe jesus to be for us um, i don't see how that doesn't ripple into the next generation and i think that that is the most important thing right now is is making sure this younger generation in the world around us knows God and knows the blessings and life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness and 
and we've got to get on top of that right now because to kind of tie into the American dream aspect of this podcast, like guys, if we don't fight for this, you know, for our religious rights and freedoms and, and defend, you know, the blessings that we have, you know, the next generation's not going to know what to fight for if they, you can't fight for something you've never experienced. So, you know, there's been a very systematic uh, crusade almost on Christianity and faith, and it's because we allowed the voice of the few to negate the voice of the many because it was just easier to not fight the masses, so to speak, or or to not make a big deal out of it. And for whatever reason, you know, there's the whole, you know, uh, quiet Christian mentality and, and, you know, I'm a little more Old Testament fire and brimstone kind of guy. Um, you know, so we got to stand up for what's right, even when it's hard, guys. We got to speak the truth. Um, you know, that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy to say or easy to hear. Truth is truth. And, and that's the only way that I think we get out of the chaos that's in the world right now. We got to love genuinely. Oh, excuse me. Oh. We got to love genuinely, you know, based on the content of someone's character, not off of what they look like, what they sound like, or or, or maybe even necessarily um, how we feel about that. You know, we got we to gotta look at the grand picture of things like, are they decent people? And if they're good people, they deserve to be treated a certain way. If they're pieces of crap, they also deserve to be treated a certain way. It has nothing to do with the way somebody looks or sounds or or what their preferences are or not. We don't have to agree with it as long as they're ethically, genuinely decent human beings. And I believe that that's the only way we go poor. We go forward because we've all made mistakes. We've all sinned, and we've all been results of of sins. Um, so no one is better than anyone, you know, pot, meat, kettle, we're all the same. We all got to coexist to a point and, and, and it would just be a lot easier and better if we get past this whole racial divide nonsense, all this, you know, he said, she said, this is better. That's better. They're better. We're better. Blah, 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 blah. Like what are we, what are we fighting over? Who had it worse? Who, who? who didn't have it worse, like, my worst is better than your worst, guys, hard is hard, right, and, and what I would tell you, and to wrap that in, is like, some days, it's all someone can do, is to get up and put their feet on the ground, like, it takes me some, like, I tell people about this sometimes, like, there's been mornings, like, I set alarms at 4.35 o'clock, so I can, I can go to war with my demons two hours before I got to actually be up. You know, there's a lot of mornings I'm up at 5 a.m. cussing myself up, being like, get out of bed, you piece of crap. Like, you got stuff to do. You got people that count on you. You've got you've got responsibilities that got to be met. You got you got a business to run. You got this, that, and the other to do. Like, I, I guys, I fight with myself for two hours before I ever put my feet on the floor. Now, once I'm up, I'm up. I'm unstoppable. But it takes a lot to get me out of bed. It takes a lot to get me up. And some mornings, man, I got to sit there and, I got to talk to God first. 
you know, I should do that anyway, but I, I'm being straight up honest with you guys. I don't always do that first thing in the morning. I try and always say thank you for another day as soon as I wake up, but it doesn't always happen. I'd be lying if I said it did. You know, I'm human. And, um, but to quit ranting at you guys to, to kind of wrap this thing full circle, I, uh, I wanted to give you guys a couple scriptures. Um, so, you know, if you want to write these down, cool. If not, it's here whenever you want to listen to it. Uh, these are just a couple scriptures that kind of reinforce um, my belief of asking you shall receive. You know, law of attraction, manifest destiny. You put it out there. Um, you consciously put it out there with the correct intent. Uh, and, it, and it comes. Um, you know, Matthew 6, 6 tells us, but when you go... When you go to pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. To me, that that means in a more literal sense, like, you know, if you're in a relationship, it, it, it would be really weird if both spouses went around all the time talking about how good they are as spouses, right? Like that doesn't, it's not. It's kind of awkward, right? Like if someone's like, it's it's like that girl that's at the bar, like I'm a great mother. Uh, where's your kid? Well, she's at home or he's at home with the babysitter, like that. You know, I'm not saying you're not entitled to your night out to have a good time with people or whatever, but like, you know, the woman at the bar drinking, hungover on some guy talking about how good of a wife she is is kind of a weird example. Same thing for a man talking about how good of a husband he is and places or things that he shouldn't be um you know it's it's not always what you say on the outside but more how you live right and how that's rewarded where you know it's very clear who have good relationships and who don't and that that same relationship dynamic um exudes back to your relationship with christ and that's what matthew 6 6 means to me is like you don't always have to be super expressive on the outside it's not as much as what you say is more of what you do um you know, First Thessalonians tells us, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ. And so to me, that means remain grateful. Um, you know, always, always pray, always ask for what you need, and you shall receive. Remain grateful for it, though. Gratitude is the most important. Um, Philippians 4, 6 tells us, Don't be anxious about anything, uh, but in every... Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving present, your request to God. Meaning, you shouldn't stress over the things you want or need, or what you think you want or need, right? But you need to pray and petition God. You need to ask for what you believe you need, gratefully. And present your prayer to God. God, thank you. You know, in this sense, this is my prayer. You know, thank you for all the blessings that you've bestowed upon me. Thank you for, for the life I get to live. Um, and then I'm straight up about it. I talk to God. This is my version of prayer. I'm like, but straight up, man, like we've had this conversation. Like, I need this and I can provide this. You help me get here. I will do this. You know. This is how I, I talk to God like he's he's my bro, right? Like, yo, man, you get me to first base, I, I'll get home, right? Like, 
you got to be very clear and concise with the right intent. Um, Jeremiah 29.12 tells us, Then you will call on me, and come and pray to me, and I will listen. Ask and... I'll listen. Not In that situation, it's not asking you'll receive, but pray and I will listen. Oh, excuse me. Psalms. Ugh. Psalms 145 tells us, The Lord is near to all who call on Him and to all who call on Him in truth. Again, make sure you're gracious. You're showing gratitude. You're intent. You're genuine. And God is here. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Look, you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. You cannot hit a shot you don't take, guys. I can't stress this enough. Ask and you shall receive. The only dumb question in life is when you, you don't ask. The only, the only request that's stupid is one that you don't pray for. Right, you, you can't get to a desired result if you don't put the questions out there and know the possibilities. So those are those are a couple of scriptures that kind of you know reinforce that. Have that conversation with God, have that talk with God, be very upfront and honest about what you think you think you need. And sometimes you don't even know what you need. You just know things aren't right. Um and, and uh I don't remember the exact scripture, it's in Romans. Um but it, it talks about that, like, um, we do not know what, what what we need or what we pray for, uh, but God does, and, and and he will intercede for us through groans. Like, uh, you know, like, have you ever been in a situation where, like, things just, things just aren't going your way, and then you're just like, ah, help me, right? We We, we almost pray and, like, anger like god help me you know we don't even know what we actually need to help it's just like it's not going our way so like do we need composure do we need strength do we need clarity do we need wisdom do we need you know all these things we're not even really sure what we need we don't know what we don't know we don't even know the questions we need to ask to find the information to ask the next question but without saying anything we can say everything by Ah, help me. We've all been there. You know, y'all ain't gonna leave me hanging on this, right? Like, we've all been there. We've just all been in that just, like, air strangle. Just like, and, and in those moments, it's very important to break that down and analyze where you're at, what you need, what you want, what you think you actually want, and and be, be very specific in that and say, God, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why. I need some help, man. I'm 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 doing all I can here. If you truthfully are doing all you can here, right? And like I said, some mornings it's it's all you can do to just get your feet on the floor. And 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 no one knows what they don't know. So I would with with that and with, you know, I'm going to close this out. We're pushing 40 minutes. Um I would tell you guys, it, you know, if you're having a battle, if you're fighting something, if you're if it's something's off, you're not feeling right, you're like I was in my story about, you know, getting sick and and not thinking I was going to make it to the altar that night. Like I just prayed for help and and comfort and strength and 
guys, I, I thought I was going to die. Like I, I was bleeding out of my face in a way that I never have. I felt worse than I ever had. I didn't know what I needed. I just, I needed help. And that's what I prayed for was help and in, in, in what he knew I needed and, and how to get me through that evening. If I was meant to get through that evening and I did, and it was amazing and it was a blessing. And, and guys, all I can tell you is that in those moments of, of mass chaos, if not, if not more importantly, when there is no chaos, when it's quiet and you're alone, you know, with your with your with your one on one relationship with God is to just have those conversations be very clear and concise of what you think you need in life, what your expectations are, how you think you can serve the world best, and then ask for help and reassurance in that and say, Hey God, here's the deal, here's this, 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 and this, this is what I think I'm good at, here's my strengths, here's blah 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 blah. Please use me to to do the best I can for you through you through me and I've never not personally had those questions answered so so guys I I, I hope you got something out of this I feel like I'm kind of just spinning my wheels here because I've I've recorded several podcasts but I um I try to make sure that you guys are gonna get something out of this and I think anyone can definitely get the just have that conversation with God message out of this. Lay it on the line and just put it out there. And um and with that guys, I, I ask is that if, if you got something out of this or you you know somebody that needs to hear this message, I ask that you share, you know, this link to them, post it on social media, tag me in it at Chance Canary is my handle on everything. Um so, you know, tag me in it, guys. If you got something out of this, let me know. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, constructive criticisms, reach out. Let me know what you think. And, um, and yeah, guys, I'm, I'm going to close this out. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one.